And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! And welcome to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. I'm Jason. Oh. Jason's late <laughs> again. What a guy. I know. You would think he'd have some dedication. No Jason, want to go over your list of movies? Well, you had no? your shot. All right. That's right. <laughs> well, I have a list of movies. You do. I do. Fire away. I remember we went to Shockstock a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we stopped off at uh, Black Fawn Distribution. Yes. And I picked up a handful of movies. Yep. And I watched a handful of movies. I've only seen one out of that lot so far. I've still got two more. Which ones did you watch? I watched... Um, the 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 tales of a psychotic forest ranger. <laughs> yes, Disco Path. Okay, and the House of Flies. Okay, two of the three I have. Yeah, you got. We each got the door as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. You've that's the one you've seen, right? Right. Okay. So we kind of. Not only did we pick wrong, yeah, we we've gone all the way around each other, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with the first one that I watched was uh, in the House of Flies. Okay, uh, basically, it starts out with a couple, and they're kind of doing the touristy thing in Niagara Falls, and somebody kidnaps them, and then they wake up locked in a basement of some house someplace that they don't obviously don't know. And, um, from there, um, psychological torture ensues. Really? Yeah. Okay. Here, check this out. Make sure I get the right one. Was this the trailer? Yes. If I chose correctly. All right. Would you do it in a place like this? It's just random, or should I be getting a hint? <laughs> so where am I supposed to propose to you? I don't know, that's why I asked. Wake up! What do you remember? Were we in a car accident? <laughs> There's a phone! Don't get water. Don't give us water. We'll die. On television, you've seen children from all over the world suffering from hunger, suffering from disease, suffering from war and poverty. Haven't you? Oh, uh, we're gonna get it out of the basement. No. Did you ever do anything to help any of them? That's a pretty popular song to get the rights of. Yeah. Well, and Henry Rollins doing the voiceover. That was him. Okay, I wondered. Yep. Um, it was really well acted. Uh, I really liked it. There was a. Uh, I had a couple questions about 
some of the timing. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they just kind of <coughs> were assuming and filling in the blank, like just stuff happening off scene. Like there was talking about the water and the amount of time that they were in the basement. Okay. I'm going, okay, you, you can't live this long without water. You can't live this long without food. I'm assuming there was small water drops that the captor was giving them to keep them alive. Okay. So, like, at, at certain points, the, there was rain. They would they broke a window, and they were capturing water in um, small Ziploc bags. Okay. So, I'm he wanted to keep them alive for an extended period of time, so he would have to give them water. So... It's a, it's a really well done movie. Um, like I said, if you can just suspend disbelief just a little bit, you'll. Uh, it, it was it was it was very watchable. Give it that good honest watch. I think so. Yeah, and it was. I I I liked the characters. They were. I think the the male lead really gave up quicker than the female lead. Oh really? Yeah. But she she was uh very um combative and fighty throughout the entire thing. You kinda like a feisty woman. Especially oh, she was feisty. Like yeah. And they said that they they said it was it was really well done. I liked it. Um so far I'm one for one with Black Fawn. Disco Path I kind of took myself out because I was I didn't give it my full attention. Hey, look who's here! Oh, dude! Oh, welcome, welcome! welcome. Hi, hey! Did you did you want to do a podcast? Yes, please. <laughs> so, um, the the story behind this is uh, there's a guy in New York City. Every time he hears music. He slips into a psychotic state and he kills somebody. This is in the height of the disco era. Okay. So he finally, he, he, he murders a girl and he leaves her body under a glass dance floor. It's really weird and he kills a bunch of people and he, he disappears to Montreal. Halfway through the movie... They switched to French dialogue with English subtitles. Ooh. And I kind of, ooh, I, I kind of blanked out a little bit. And I didn't give it the attention it deserved. I kind of tuned out a little bit because, one, I was on my portable and it didn't have a very big screen. So it was kind of tough to make out the, uh, the, 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 the subtitles. That's it. Something there we go. <laughs> but um, it was it was it was okay. It was all right. It said five. Yeah, I'd give it a five on IMDb. Okay. What did the other one have? It, it was neither neither terrible nor exact. Um, the other one was the the tale of the psychotic forest ranger. Let's see. I did watch that uh, House of Flies. Yes, we just we just finished up talking about that. Yeah, you know, what? I dug it. Yeah, it I dug a, it. It was intriguing. It was a very good story. What do you think of the acting? Uh, you know what? It, it almost felt a little more, for lack of a better term, realistic. 
Yeah, it just seems a little more a little more genuine. That's yeah. that's a better word. Oh, the genuine. Le- the legend. Yes, the legend of the psychotic forest <laughs> ranger. Okay, just the the cover. The cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cover art is by the guy that did cover art for Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay, here we go. This summer, get ready for a lively weekend filled with lots of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careless teenagers <laughs> and a psychotic forest ranger. Is it set in the 80s? They never really say, but I think it is. Whenever teenagers would party in the woods... He can find them no matter where they were and totally flip. Instead, this summer, you'll get a deadly weekend filled with... Oh, my God. Lots of fear. (laughs) Headless teenagers. The scariest, most blood-curdling, hair-raising, action-packed thrill ride you've ever seen. (laughs) This summer, the legend is true. Now, <laughs> whoever made this movie is either A, a genius, or B, not allowed to touch a video camera ever again. Uh-oh. <laughs> because it is packed <coughs> wall-to-wall with cheese ball stuff, and it is comedic. I don't know if he aimed to be comedic. It's listed as a comedy horror. Okay, because it is because they take themselves in in the movie. The characters in the movie in and of themselves are dead serious about it. There's no tongue in cheek <laughs> in well, the movie. They have to be serious. They're living it. They are living that situation. But the the viewer, I was r- roaring in laughter with the 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 sheer stuff that was going on, the ridiculousness. Like the one of the one of the characters, he goes, "See this Letterman jacket? I'm wearing it because I'm the captain of my wrestling team." And he busts out the worst karate moves on the bad guy ever. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just roaring with laughter. I'm going, yeah, okay, this guy. The director has to be a genius because it was so, if, if this was supposed to be done as a serious movie, kind of like Disco Path, kind of like House of Flies, it just like... They failed. It failed, yeah. But if they did shoot it as a comedy, um, it, was, it was well done. I liked it. I, I thought it was... Probably one of the the funniest comedies I've seen in a while. Okay, I'm curious now. I want to see that. I'll I'll lend it to you. Okay. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was something else. <laughs> let's see if this. Yeah, let's check this out. This is another one of the Black Fawn ones. Ones we did not get. This is Which called is- Silent Retreat. 
Janie Andrews, to respect the process, we keep things as quiet as possible. Arrested for assault. I didn't do it. My job is not to determine guilt. My job is to rehabilitate you. No talking, no phones, no music, no reading, no writing, no eye contact. We sleep at sunset, get up at sunrise. It's time to clear your mind of all that unnecessary noise. Something's moving. There are things here that come out at night, things you don't want to encounter. Think of everything you've been through here. You know something's off. We have to get out of here. Close your eyes. Relax and let go. Now I'm going to count backwards. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Very bad influence, Janie. But disobedience like this cannot go unpunished. The rules are simple. Huh. All right. That looks kind of good, actually. Yeah. Let me just get that up on Almost Facebook. Here. Just from reading that synopsis there and from that one little sound we hear, it almost sounds like there's a hidden monster story yeah. in there somewhere. It kind of does, doesn't it? Yay, monster movies. Gotta love monster movies. Yeah. Now, what was the other one? Devil's Night. Okay, this is not a commercial for Black Fawn. Let's, uh, <laughs> J- Jason's been compiling... Oh, lists. Oh no, he missed his turn. We, oh. we asked him first. <laughs> it was it was your your first day today, okay. and you kind of missed that with us. What happens when you're late? Damn my work ethic. Okay. One more. <sighs> this is only a minute. Short up late for that party. Go on. That's Danielle Harris. Terrible happened that night. Who? Stop fucking breathing, guys. Fuck that. We're out here. From Halloween. So is he dead? Apparently not. In local news, police are still searching for Michael Lindberner. I think our situation is a lot yes, worse it is. than anticipated. The pig farmer who is allegedly responsible for the murders of over 40 people has been on the run for two months and is considered extremely dangerous. Well, whoever it is, I still think we should call the cops before this gets out of hand if it hasn't already. What is going on? I told you it's not mine, man. I'm just saying, what if it's here? I think he's the devil. Oh, is this a micro, uh, Halloween ripoff? So bad, Tommy. Of course it is, because it happens the day before Halloween. So it's not a Halloween ripoff. That's right. It's the night before. <laughs> and if it was, it would be called an homage. Oh, is that what it is? That's right. Oh, all right. I, I got my nomenclature wrong. That's Sorry. Right. <laughs> Ooh, is this big word day? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's the ones you saw. Um, I'm sure there was other stuff in there. Oh, I was uh, getting the kids to watch uh, some old Abbott and Costello. Oh, 
Yes. Who's yeah. on first? Yes. Um, Abbott and Costello, I think it was uh, the African Scream, basically just old-time comedies. Um, the Culture High, I watched that one again. Um, I think that's about it. Still quite a collection. Yeah, for me, not bad. After Porn, I watched that one too. Yeah, I just watched that this week. Yep. That was actually pretty interesting. It was. Just to, uh, because it, it you seem to have a nanosecond career in the porn industry. And, and then. And it was weird because I watched it for boobs, but got hooked on the story. They, that they, never happens. That's how they trick you. Yeah, that's right, those bastards. Yep, it's the old bait and switch. But yeah, life after porn ends, I thought it was really wicked, especially how some of them, like I said, they were huge in their career. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> and uh, they died fast. And now they, like... Some, literally. Yes. What was his name? John Leslie. Yep. Yes. Yep. Because well, I've never seen it. Um, is Do they talk to, I, I can't remember, I believe her stage name, if you will, I think was Pandora Peaks, I think. She notably had some of the largest breasts in the industry. And then she left the industry. She got married. She had kids. She had the, the implants removed. Found them a few years later in cleaning out her attic and actually sold them on eBay and gave the money to charity. She got like a few grand each. <laughs> wow. That went to charity. <laughs> no, she was not in there, but no. that sounds like an interesting hey, she, story. She lives somewhere in Michigan. She's not like a soccer mom in Michigan or something. And, yeah, I remember hearing about it on the news a, a year or two ago. <laughs> no, the one they did talk to like that was Asia Carrera. Yes. Yep. And she got out of it and got, like, moved into a little town. But they were going for a school or something for the kids. Yeah. And the one one teacher, when she went back, said, I kind of Googled you. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> she loved that. I think that uh, uh, a lot of them, a lot of the women, if they did it right, got into porn to finance a career outside of porn. Something, something. Just <coughs> if if they if they could not get hooked on drugs and everything else, or whatever like that, they could make a just a shit ton of money and get out. Or they get into production side, and then you, then they but, own the company. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. Or, what was her one name that was Jenna there? Jameson did yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, and Vivid, because, right? Yeah, and Vivid's well, still she, a big name. No, no, I don't think she she was in Vivid, but I think she when she got out, she opened up her own production. Oh, okay. Company. I thought she bought Vivid. No, so. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't see her name. This holy cow! This has got to be the most. Uh, Porn talk that we've ever done on this show. I yeah. think so. Actually, <laughs> hey Brent, we're talking about porn. Yay. You've been bugging me for years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Kylie Ireland. There was one of them that she said she got into it just to make money, but then she got into it and stayed into it because she goes, "I was writing, I was producing, you know, it was I was doing everything." Well, that <coughs> that just gives you a bigger piece of the pie, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, if if you can, if you can survive it, I think that's the. You can come out, come out the meat grinder mm. at the other end, but like relatively whole. You're gonna make a better go of it. But it was very interesting. Yeah, because Just, they had at least a dozen different people, and they all had different endings. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Very cool. Yep. And I also watched Scott Pilgrim finally for the first time. <laughs> really? Yes. All this time, and what did you, you, you think of Scott Pilgrim? I thought it was a blast. It is a very fun movie. I can't see myself watching it a lot, but I loved it oh, when I've, I first watched it. I've watched it dozens of times. You know, dozens. Well, there was. I remember one of the the meetings that we had for CKX. Chris had the sex bomb t-shirt on and it just everything just came flooding back and i just and see now i got it yeah i didn't at the point it's like that's a dumb shirt <laughs> <laughs> but now it makes total sense oh absolutely once you get it in context exactly yeah. now i did watch this the other night i was sick as a dog you still sound pretty sick and yeah well this is on the upswing well <laughs> <laughs> uh and plus i did radio this morning so you here radio I, yes i had to go do the ckx wrap-up Oh yes, I didn't Talking get that. Like I didn't get that phone call. Oh, this is like quarter to seven in the morning. It was the only time they could get me in. That's a good thing you didn't call me at that time. Yes, <laughs> wake up. But uh, so I put that on, and uh, it got over. And I tried to lay down. I had switched crap in my lungs. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I sat back up. I thought, okay, I'll watch another movie. I put in Metallica, and I got five minutes into it, fell asleep. <laughs> so I don't blame it on the movie, though, because I was freaking exhausted. <laughs> You're going to say, who can say they phone was like the Metallica? <laughs> so for the first five minutes of Through the Never? I liked it. I'm, I'm very anxious to start it again. <laughs> How far did you get? Did you get into his song at least? Yeah, they had just started the first song. That's the last thing I physically remember. Oh, okay. You know, and I keep trying to remember beyond it, but I can't. So I'm, I'm guessing right in there somewhere I fell asleep. <laughs> So yeah. the, the 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 skateboard kid that's actually Dane DeHaan. He played the the Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man Two. I haven't seen that yet. And yep. uh, Chronicle. Oh, Chronicle. Okay. Is, he was the lead in Chronicle. Okay, I remember. Remember, that. I, remember, I told you the story about the Orion Festival in Detroit, Belle Isle. Yeah. Metallica has this big con- big festival that they put on every year. On the main stage, they had this big, big band doing their thing. On the side stage, on the schedule, said Dahan. Everybody goes, "Well, who's that?" Nobody's ever heard of this band before. So, the the main stage is just getting close to finishing up. Dahan comes up on stage. It's Metallica. Oh wow! Yeah, I guess they had a hype man going. Oh, this Dahan, great band coming out of Boston, blah blah blah. Just yeah, just so hyping them up big time, and there, the crowd's like, "Who?" Yeah, there was like maybe a dozen people at the front of the stage, <laughs> and our friend Jeff told me this story. He goes, "Yeah, Metallica comes out. Thank you, Detroit. We're Dahan. Everybody's going, blah. You are not Dahan. They start playing, and it's a veritable stampede <laughs> of people. There, everybody kind of turns and look. What the what? And they stampede over to the second, the, to the uh, smaller side stage. Uh huh. So. Oh, I know I would be. And didn't they just play like their one of their first albums or something? They just just one album. They did every song or something. Like well, that. no, they they were that was one of the tours that they've been doing right now. Oh, okay. It was that was a fan fan picked the song, <coughs> fan picked <coughs> playlist tour. Okay. So this this Orion Festival, this is kind of when Death Magnetic was coming out. So they're doing a lot of that stuff. Oh, so they okay. they were doing the Metallica set, the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. So you you didn't get any load reload, Saint Anger, any of that bullshit. So you got 
The Good Stuff, The Black Album, Death Magnetic, and Away You Went. That would have been sweet. <laughs> yeah. I love crap like that, though. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Yep, look at this. So, um, but uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much. Oh, I finally got caught up on Bates Motel. That is a wicked series. Xander's big into it. I haven't really watched it. Oh, man. This season was wicked because, well, Ryan Hurst was on it. Oh. Yeah, I got to see Opie again. Yay. (laughs) As Opie? Well, he looks like him, but crossover does not act like him. (laughs) Is he he scruffy Opie or is he? He's scruffy. Is he biker Opie? No, he's living in the woods and runs guns and drugs Opie. He's Opie Opie. One one step from. (laughs) But uh, (coughs) the series itself is getting excellent because you can see it getting close to completion, but you don't want it to end. Oh, okay. You know, like you can see the writing on the wall this season. Yeah, they're finally wrapping it up. Well, see, he's still young enough that there's lots of years between this and the movie. Okay. Right? But you can kind of see where him and mother are going. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They ain't looking. It, it doesn't end well for mother. No, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> Depending on how you look at it, because mother's around for quite some time. Well, yeah. in in a fashion or two, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, yeah, other than that, I didn't catch anything else. Very cool. No, no, it, well, you said everybody, we're, we're trying to find our legs again because we've been. <laughs> we've been so tied up. Yep. And by the sounds of it, it ain't going to stop anytime soon. No, no. April 30th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. <laughs> what you got, buddy? You have the next hour. Go. Well, okay, I'm going to fire through some of these real quick here. Uh, I finally watched, uh, okay, remember, this is going back a couple weeks. Um, Chaplin, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's really I, good. I never watched it. Uh, so I finally sat down and watched it, and, man, was it awesome. Like, I've never watched any Charlie Chaplin films. What? Ever. I never did. Again, back, you know, it, it's it's only been in my later years now that I've grown to even attempt to watch, like, old black and white, that kind of stuff. So I, I've seen clips and whatnot, but I've never watched any of his stuff, and I want to now, having seen that. And I, I think I, I saw a, like, a collection of Chaplin films somewhere I'm going to try and pick up next week. Yeah. It was it was fantastic, Absolutely. and for what I know, Downey Jr. just nailed it. Well, you look at uh, Depp in uh, Benny and June. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, channeling his inner Chaplin for Chaplin that one, and uh, Buster Keaton. I heard yeah. he was kind of doing a blend of, and uh, yeah, that was it was phenomenal. But that was ninety two, wasn't it? Uh, something like that. Yeah, it was a while ago. The person who plays Hannah Chaplin is his granddaughter, Geraldine Chaplin. Yes. No, it's his daughter. His daughter. I'm yes. sorry. I knew it was a relation. I thought granddaughter. Yeah, that's what I had to check. I said I knew there was a relation in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, out of sheer morbid curiosity that finally got to me after a very long time, I watched Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Yeah. I have yeah, yeah. never watched it because that is one movie from my childhood that my cousins tormented me with. <laughs> where you, you had know, a great childhood. Uh, I, you know, I'm out at my aunt's place. This is an old farmhouse. 
and they're watching this movie with the volume cranked up, and I'm in a bedroom upstairs, and this is in an old farmhouse where there was no vents. There's just, like, one open hole that's above the wood stove down below. San Mark. It was so crazy. In the dark. So crazy silly. Something strange is going on. And, man, is it 80s. Oh, it's awesome. (laughs) Every part of it. The random strip in the cemetery. <laughs> oh, man. She's getting naked again. <laughs> this movie is wicked. It It is. It's fun. If you want uh, a crazy, silly, over-the-top zombie flick, that is oh, one no. to check out. Well, remember we were at Shockstock, and yes. we kept talking about the one actress, Leanna Quigley. This is her big movie. Yes. yes. She's That's the right. one that gets naked all the time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. It was crazy fun, crazy fun. I, I'm glad I finally fi- have finally seen it. I'll probably uh, make that a regular rotation at some point. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we've we've probably talked about this previously, but I, I watched that. There was that uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> you know that movie? <laughs> that one? That, Did we see that? Uh, I think I saw a trailer or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that movie. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. We could spend an entire episode ripping on that again. So it was awesome. I saw, I saw a trailer. It was like two hours and something. But yeah, I just yeah. saw a trailer. Yeah, hell of a trailer. Fan, you know, fantastic movie. Best trailer. Amazing. Yes, no doubt. I'm, I'm hoping to go take my dad to see it some, soon. So Yeah, I know. I, I have to go see that one again. This time, I think I might really go crazy and go uh, go take it into the IMAX 3D. Ooh, just ooh. really get. Ah. I, I see. It doesn't scream to me an IMAX movie. It's just. It's not well, one that not screams until it's IMAX, in IMAX. So. Then it'll scream. Well, I know. Yeah. I know. But you know what I mean. Like well, you, you went on about gravity and IMAX. You know, that style of movie, I think, is where I, the full IMAX experience is going to come in. Yeah, I don't know. There might be some scenes in there that would be very wicked. Yeah, maybe that's why I wanted to see it in two D first, because. I find I, I, I my hatred of 3D is well documented. Um, it just didn't seem to have the depth, I think. And see, I did see it in 3D. And you're right. A couple of the fight scenes were a little chaotic. There were a couple scenes that were wicked in 3D. But that was just it. There was... See, like, it, it doesn't seem... It, it wasn't originally built as a 3D movie, so... Most of them aren't. No. So, again, that is just, oh, here's the toast. Ooh, green <laughs> kind of thing. CTV. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's just... If you're going to make a movie for 3D, like Gravity, like Avatar, make your movie specifically for 3D... And then if the person sees it in 2D, they lose out. Don't just slap it on to make an extra 10 bucks at the box office. Yeah. It, I I was happy with it in 2D. So, yeah. I, you know, it gave me everything I wanted in, in, the, in, in the 2D fashion. So I'm good with it. Okay. Now, the controversy that has, came, that has come up from Avengers. What, where's everybody land on the... Uh, the the Black Widow is uh, a terrible character, according to some of the feminists out there. What? Yeah. Well, okay. The they feel that she's being uh, poorly represented because she's calling herself a monster from that conversation with Banner. 
because she can't have a child. No. No. That's that she's referring to the fact that she has murdered a fuck ton of people. Right. That makes her a murderer. But the feminists have said or are, are latching on to the fact that she said the, the the procedure that she went through to become the black widow made her sterile. Yes. They the feminists are saying that has that her saying that she's a monster because she's sterile is just unbelievably uh, sexist of Josh Whedon. Exactly. That's how the feminists are seeing it. And that's not what she was trying to say. No. That's not at all. She's saying it's because she has no remorse. Like, she's a killer. She was trained that way, blah, blah, blah. The fact that she can't have kids just takes away another aspect that would give her remorse or whatever, you know? That's we, what they were trying to play with. We have said that on the show before. People will see what they want to see in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Absolutely. People jumped all over Fifty Shades of Grey for violence against women when there was another movie in the theater at the exact same time that had far more violence against women. Yeah, that J-Lo one. But they want to target. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah you target. the. You want to go for the big guns where the where the, where there's well, money to be had. So the, the, the mainstream media latched on to Fifty Shades of Grey. So that's where if you want to get the most coverage for your, your cause... You're going to squeaky wheel the shit out of that. Exactly. But I don't agree with it at all. She's It's a fantastic character. Damn it. Give us a Black Widow movie. Well, or a, give us a Black Widow Hawkeye. Give us the, the Budapest story. It. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> it adds so much depth to her character. It's beyond belief. Like that, that brings her out. You yeah. know, it doesn't make her a 2D thing anymore. No. No. Well, she wasn't really too deep to begin because... Yeah, we don't count breasts. <laughs> Double D. Oh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when when she was first introduced in Iron Man, everybody, like, okay, who's this mysterious red-headed woman? I'm going, red hair, black widow? Yeah. So, and when she starts kicking ass in the uh, that one... Oh, the hallway. Yeah. The hallway. <laughs> You're going, oh, yeah. She, like, there's, <laughs> there was always more to Widow than just eye candy. But that's stuff we know. As fans of the comic book, we know it. Okay. If you're going to piss and moan about a character, learn about a character before you piss and moan about a character. Right. People don't have to do that. Well, I understand that. (laughs) No, see, yeah, they want these movies to appeal to non-comic book fans. So, you know, they can't expect them to do homework. (laughs) And see, and that's what they're doing. They're fleshing out the character where people are whining. They should do, like, a little comic book thing. Just, you know, when somebody can buy you, buy your ticket, just give them a little, like, six-page thing that just profiles all the characters, gives them a quick rundown. Okay. There's a problem with that in the fact that when they made the toys for after the first Avenger movie, there was not a single Black Widow character yes. action figure made. I'm looking at the box. I'm going, well, this is bullshit. How can I collect all the Avengers when all the Avengers haven't even been fucking made? Yep. I saw this uh, great little video, like a guy filming his daughter. They're in the middle of a toy store, and this little girl, she's probably like four, maybe five, and she's going on about, why are all the girls' toys pink and all the boys' toys are different colors and blue and bright colors? Well, but some boys, some girls want the boy toys and some and want the girl toys too, and like, 
a little kid sees the problem with the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but give us our damn Black Widow action. We want Black Widow one. stuff. Exactly. Uh, like you said, that way we can collect all the goddamn Avengers. He said, are they now that they've introduced the Scarlet Witch, are they going to ignore her as well? They're going to come up with a Quicksilver doll that dies. <laughs> not going to get the Scarlet Witch. Um, now, the, uh, the only issue I can see with uh, a possible Black Widow action figure is, Mike, um, Grandma's Boy. What happened to that poor doll? <laughs> a Lara Croft doll. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> I saw that movie. I don't remember what had that. Sitting on the back of the toilet? She was used as inspiration. Oh, good God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> oh, Lara. Wait, no panties, Lara? <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> All right. So Avengers was awesome. Yes, there's debates. But... I was just trying to dig this up. We were talking about movies made for 3D. Yeah. My mother and I went to see this one. Sanctum. Sanctum? It was designed for 3D, and it's all about underwater cave diving. Oh. Oh, my God. Is it, is it an IMAX specific? or is I it... don't know if it was ever IMAX. We saw it in Chatham, so. <laughs> it's not IMAX. No. <laughs> but the cave sequences alone made me claustrophobic. Is it a, is it a doc? No, no. Um, it's a story about people that are trying to find this underwater cave pattern. Or like a oh, river underwater. Okay, I got you. So they go to the bottom of this thing where the where the thing is, right? Where the water and the caves and they're diving, and then all of a sudden this big freaking storm hits, wipes out everything above. Water starts coming in. They have to go underwater to survive and try and find the end. Oh. While they're swimming. <coughs> but there is a scene where they're, I swear to God, it's maybe two feet distance, and they got their back against it and their arms against it, and they're pushing to climb up and just the 3d and that was like oh boy i yeah. my mother ducked for a bat okay <laughs> it was really well done i think i was the same way there was a couple scenes from um descent i think it was and I remember that one I'm not, as a fat man, tight spaces and me just don't get along. And I'm kind of watching trailers and I'm going, oh, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> yes, I remember that one. Yeah. I forgot there's a descent too. Right there. That's the one. Yeah. What does that poster say? The feel shit scared film of the decade. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to watch that. All right. What else you got there, Skippy? Um, Oh, this one I've been anxious to talk about. I watched this documentary called Going Clear. It's all about Scientology. I've heard a lot about that. You've been waiting to talk about it? it? Seriously? I I don't watch documentaries very often. No, you have been talking about it, dude. To me, to him. I know, but (laughs) this is on the plot. I'm telling you, if you're curious at all... Now it's official. ...about the craziness that is the Church of Scientology... Whoa, 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 whoa. Alleged craziness. You open yourself up and me and Rob to lawsuits. Okay, my opinion is mine alone. It does not reflect those of the Allegedly. other members of the, the Movie Madhouse podcast. This is my opinion and my opinion alone. It's crazy shit. <laughs> Allegedly. 
<laughs> it's it was fascinating to hear like I I I knew a little bit about the, how it, where, where it came about, but they they go in depth on the history of it, where it started. L. Ron Hubbard, the man was was off his rocker, and he admitted so. They he was flat out asked in an interview, "Are you crazy?" And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> it's they have the clips there. If if he answers it. How can you say no? Well, no. It's I, I, I'm telling you, it, it's truly fascinating. It's it's fascinating how, as to where it came about. But then to hear the stories of these people that were in it, and then them trying to leave, trying and trying to get away, and the things that follow them afterwards, it's it's truly intriguing. And then like a cult. It, that word gets thrown around. Allegedly. <laughs> that word does get thrown around. <laughs> to look at, um, when you look at uh, Chandra Volta, what, his involvement, um, and then you look at things that have come up about Chandra Volta, and you wonder why. Like, okay, there's reasons there. Tom Cruise, huge, you know, banner spokesman for the Church of Scientology for a while. Things that went on in his life, direct, and they, they throw the, the, the ideas that... Things weren't didn't quite happen as they appeared. They might have been manufactured via the church and stuff. It's it is intriguing as all hell. And then to hear about all their legal battles and um, how their numbers have dwindled and what they're trying to do to protect themselves. It's it's truly truly fascinating. I highly highly recommend it. It's it's an HBO documentary and it is fantastic. Going clear. I can't remember the rest of the title, but just look for going clear. You'll I think find it's it. Going, just going clear. No, it's going clear. The, uh, I can't remember the path of something or other. It's, it's, it was, it's really, really, really good. The one, the one thing is the only thing of the search, Church of the Scientologists that I want to do. I want to grab the soup can things that <laughs> uh, see how. I can't remember what they call that. It's some sort of meter. Yeah. It's basically I, soup I cans can with wires. Or something, or? <laughs> Don't even dare bring Star Wars into this. <laughs> it's the Thetan levels. Thetan level, yeah. Thetan levels. Thetan. My Keaton level. I could be the next Batman. Hey, there's, there was one lady in particular, because you, you get this, this book and you're going through these levels, and really, to describe what, what it takes to, to go to the next level is a check. Oh, yeah. You pay it, and then you have to go through auditing. Auditing is you're answering all these questions while holding these cans. Basically, it's just measuring the electrical resistance in your body. Well, the longer you hold these cans, naturally, that resistance is going to go down. It's just that's physics, man. Wow. <laughs> and you would think Scientologists would know this shit. No. <laughs> There's no science, no real science involved. What? Um, but all the audits are is them collecting more and more of your dirty secrets. <laughs> well, yeah. As this needle gets goes to center, well, then you get to a certain point that's called clear. Okay, that's supposed to be like the first of the top levels, kind of thing. And that's when the dude with the paddles shock you. <laughs> so clear. Once you get to clear, then they reveal to you it's all the bullshit. OT levels, operational thetan levels. These are the levels that mystically, this is where you're supposed to start developing quote unquote superpowers. Okay, uh, possible like levitation, out of body experiences, couch jumping. <laughs> okay, I know someone who got that. When the the one person that that had left the church, when they got to that level, they give they, they bring them this briefcase, this locked briefcase. 
when you're reading these these papers, these are handwritten copies of handwritten L. notes from L. Ron Hubbard himself. They have to stay in this locked briefcase, except when you're reading it, you, you pull it out. Once you're done reading it, you put it back in the locked briefcase. That's how how guarded these things are. And it, when you open it, it glows like in uh, Pulp Fiction. It's at that point that you that you find out the true origin of Scientology from L. Ron Hubbard. And that's where the myst- mystical celestial being of Xenu comes in. Dun, dun, dun. Xenu. Xenu. He's an inter- uh, or interdimensional or intergalactic celestial being. Um, Earth is like a prison planet that was seeded with these Thetans, <laughs> which is the dead prisoners from wherever. And- Did you see Battlefield Earth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's uh, all yeah. you need to know about Scientology. But this lady who was hardcore into the church got to this level, reads these. And the one guy, he's reading it. He says, and I read it, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that was his exact words. <laughs> I just like, read this just, book for nine ninety nine. It's, yeah, it's insane. Right. It's insane. I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's it's a religion from a science fiction author, kind of like Jedi. But <gasps> did you know he was a uh, he? The L. Ron Hubbard at one point was a Navy uh, sub hunter captain, like he on a boat that hunted subs. <laughs> You're gonna see a Navy SEAL and went, whoa. No, <laughs> no, he was the captain of a sub hunter boat. Okay. I can't remember where he was. They were stationed. Um, he says he had two confirmed kills. I bet like, you was on the water, yeah, somewhere. Yes, somewhere. he had. He had. He supposedly he claimed to have two confirmed Japanese sub kills. Okay. Truth comes out, he uh, spent a lot of shells taking out a floating log, <laughs> and wasted every single depth charge they had on the boat trying to take out magnetic rocks in the bottom of the of the water. That could have been a Japanese lock. <laughs> that argument's been thrown in. Camouflage. Log of right. But that was a group of about 15 Japanese holding on to feet, wrapped in a bark-like substance. <laughs> Each with their bayonets ready. That's right. To they stab never the made it to that boat. beach. It was going to happen. L. Ron Hubbard stopped World War II. <laughs> That's just... That, allegedly. Wow. And that was before yeah, he... Allegedly. That, that was like before he came up with Scientology and whatnot. That, that's just... Oh, it's... I, okay. I can't go on about it enough. Okay, what else you got? Um, One second. I just saw this. Chris, Chris posted this. How has the day been? It has been amazing. We raised a lot of money for Big Brothers Big Sisters, probably a couple thousand dollars, which is good because it's a first-time event. And we've had uh, people from all over Ontario coming down to, to host events, to be part of things, and to buy and sell things. So pretty excited about that. So. And the day has been, you've seen a lot of people come through these doors at the John D. Bradley Convention Center today? Yep, we certainly have. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely be back again next year to do another. This some like this guy. I didn't even know he was there. I that security Corey North. It <laughs> says got to chance to interview an it's actor, board up. game creators, and the Dalek. <laughs> I'm gonna post this up on our page. Uh, it's you know, it's four and a half minutes. All what? about CKX. Hey, we just did that. Yes, but now we can do it again. That Dalek. <laughs> hey, just, where's the share button? Who's that tall kid in the back? <laughs> That's me. Oh, <laughs> stand on a chair. Are you? <laughs> That's right. A couple of them. <laughs> There's no share button. Oh, there it is. Oh, you know, I, I 
I'm I think I'd recognize that guy in the back, maybe if he had his middle finger sticking up at him. Nah. Uh-huh. Or his hands wrapped around your throat. Uh, either way. <laughs> hey, okay, you wait a minute. Okay, this is, there's some serious editing going on. If this clip is four and a half minutes long and he's talking to Eugene, he edited the oh, shit out of Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I was on the radio this morning talking to Jay Poole. Yep. And that day... I got Eugene finally away from the table to take him up to do the <laughs> the whole interview thing. Yeah. Jay was closing shop. So when I was talking to him today, I said, you know what? I think it's a blessing in disguise we never got up there. Because your breaks are what, 60 seconds? He goes, yeah. I said, that never would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> never would have happened. You would have been there for minutes at least. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, classic Rob Williams, Patch Adams. Oh, yeah. Red, Red, Red Nose, they just uh, passed. Yeah, and I I'm, I was looking. I don't see a direct connection, but it's got. there's got to be some kind of... Well, it is... Red Nose Day comes off of Comic Relief, which is something Robin Williams was a big part of. Yeah. So that that's a big part, big connection there. Patch Adams, a fantastic movie, and it is based on a true story. Absolutely. Uh, oh, Everly. That's uh, this weird action one. We watched the trailer with uh, some Hayek. Oh Where, yeah, yeah. When she was got she these... here? <laughs> what? When was she here? She wasn't, but we watched the trailer for this movie. Selma Hike was in the trailer. Oh, and you the said trailer. we watched it with her. No, it's with okay. Selma okay. Hike okay. in it. Okay. His diction was wrong. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, you're I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> um, you got. You got. You have ED. <laughs> diction disorder. <laughs> yeah. It's. It was. It's a crazy fun action flick. Uh, it's over the top. It's weird. The, some of these the the uh, killers that come after her are they're insane. It's it's not great by any means, but it's just some cheesy action fun. So this is like <laughs> the opposite of Scott Pilgrim. Yes, okay. but if you like crazy over the top action, it's it's one to check out because um, it's fun. Selma Hayek and Selma Hayek is a big draw. Is there any video game noises? No. <laughs> oh, is that a, is that you something you have to have now? That's right. Oh it's, no, it's no. Nah. <laughs> Don't even mention that name. That's <laughs> like he who shall not be mentioned anymore. Well, <laughs> this one posted that thing on uh, the Facebook page about Yui Bowl. He did. Oh, is that that raging? Yeah, thing? the uh, that Kickstarter thing. <laughs> He sent us a nice email. I thought, okay, why not? I heard you mention his name. I thought we liked him. <laughs> I didn't see that. Am I glad I missed it? No, don't worry. We made a donation in your name. <sighs> <laughs> Love, Jason. That's right. Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice, the Nick Cage, Jay Baruchel. I, for some reason, I, I enjoy it. It's it's not fantastic, but it's it's a fun little family flick with the whole wizard thing, and you know I, I get a kick out of it. Okay. Now, lastly, oh no, two things. Um, I, this neat another documentary I watched, Misery Loves Comedy. Oh, oh, I've it's heard of that. made by Kevin Pollack, um, actor comedian. Uh, it's intriguing again, but it's in, in a different way. It's just fun to listen to these comedians tell their lives, like. They, he asked some key questions, like, um, are all comedians uh, mentally challenged in some way? <laughs> or are they all? do they all suffer from depression? Why not? Some do, some don't, naturally, you know, but a lot of them do, and the comedy helps them to hide the pain and whatnot. Um, he did not get Rob Williams 
in the movie. He is good friends with him. He had long talks with him, but they could never schedule to get him on camera. Um, so he did dedicate the film to him at the end. Yeah. There is a nice in, in memory of kind of thing. Um, but what's really crazy about this, it's a 90-minute documentary, and you got a lot of great comedians in there, some great stories. Fascinating. If you want to know how these people really feel and think, it's, it's a great start. 90 minutes, he's got 90 hours of footage. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's apparently in talks to possibly put this out as a mini series, a further mini series somewhere at some point. So there's a lot more to come. If you want to really know what it's like to be a comedian and how these people work, it's one to check out. I would have to think, like, you go run the gamut from comedic actors to stand up comedians. Every one of those guys has a story. One of those people, guys and gals, has a, has a story. Of either A, suffering, or B, I had it pretty good. What? And you have your points in between. One that has got to be a fascinating, that's a fascinating subject. One that I found that was really, really uh, neat was uh, they had Freddie Prince Jr. in there talking about his dad. Because his dad was huge for Chico and the man and whatnot. He was big time in his day. And yeah. he committed suicide at the height of his career. And that's played a big part. That's uh, something he's had to work through. Um, his mom has still struggled with. And, yeah, it's Misery Loves Comedy. If you're a fan of stand-up comedy, it's really one to check out. I, I, it's available on iTunes. I don't know if it's available anywhere else right, uh, uh, yet. But it should be should be uh, uh, definitely one to find. I have no doubt that something like that is going to be out there for somebody. All right, last one. Uh, the la- um, okay, if you remember, one of the last, like a month ago, I talked about top five, the Chris Rock flick. Sure, the that, one that I oh, had no, no idea was yeah. even a thing. You know what, Freddie Prince, we could have saved his life if he had had four more months. He would have been able to see Star Wars, and he would have had a reason to live. <laughs> He died in January 1977. He had no idea. <laughs> I'm such a sad story. I I, I hate to <laughs> burst your uh, bubble, but I I I would hazard a guess. Freddie Prinze's uh, issues started a lot longer, and just actually Star Wars. It would have cleansed it. I. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, no. Uh, so, anyways, uh, top five of Chris Rock. Uh, that made me want to revisit a couple older Chris Rock flicks that I dug. CB4, where it's the the it's a a silly comedy where he's a ra- a gangster rapper, but he's not really and whatnot. Yeah. It makes me chuckle every time, and I haven't seen it for a few years, so I'd love to look that up. And, but the one I just watched yesterday, Head of State. And security, because that—that's a big part of it. That's where he's an alderman from Washington D.C. and he gets pulled into becoming president or in running for president. No, the the security I'm talking about is when Tony and Pepper were in Tony's apartment and Colson comes up. Oh yeah, security breach. Oh. Uh, in head of state, he has his security, and all he has to say is security, and they drag somebody off. Well, the only person they ever you ever see him dragging off is his his ex girlfriend who dumped him at the beginning of the movie because he's not going anywhere. And then he starts running for president, so she keeps running up 
planning their wedding. So you want a big wedding, a small wedding, you want an outdoor wedding. Scary! Just this guy comes in and grabs, grabs her by the mouth and drags her out. <laughs> I need one of those. It's, it's again, silly fun, but it, it's Chris Rock at, at his best. Like, he was no, 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 fantastic. No. I'm just waiting for the comedy to show up. I think his best role was New Jack City. That is true. Yes, absolutely. For for pure acting, yeah. that hands down. New Jack City, is it Pookie? Was that his name? Pookie. That's, yep. yes. But for comedy, I mean, I really dig him in those movies. Uh, Head of State makes me laugh, and it's got Bernie Mac. You, you can't lose with Bernie Mac. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I like Bernie Mac. Always bet on Mac. That's right. <laughs> And that is the end of my Nicely list. done. <laughs> you like that? Huh? That was good. See, that almost goes in with my uh, Walking Dead porn parody one. Yes. <laughs> you start walking, writing this shit down. Every once in a while, I come up with some good shit. If only there was a way to record that stuff for posterity. Oh, wait a minute. We are. We are. <laughs> now, What's that thing in front of you? Did you guys do your homework? There's homework? Homework? We had homework like two weeks ago. We did. We did? Watch this. Oh, nope. Nope. You guys. <laughs> You're killing me here. Yeah, let's jump to some. Basically, there's an action scene where she's trying to get away from a zombie. Yeah. Okay. And but there's an Audi commercial. Yeah, let's not click hey, on that. Hey, at like least I it's not did. Bruce. Yeah, that's true, too. So then she sees them all coming. And then you find out it's four guys sitting around watching. That was a sick flick. Yes, it was. So what now, Mark? You gentlemen want to smoke some jada jada? You know, that movie was just stating what is going to happen. Okay, here we go. Shut the fuck up, Sid. Well, you think the zombie apocalypse is really going to happen? Man, are you kidding? I'm proud Oh, now I remember. Yeah, we said we'd watch this. Yes. <laughs> Oops. I have so big recollections. Four guys sitting around talking about how they would survive. Here, just check this next couple seconds here. And when it does happen, you fucks are, are, are going to thank me for being prepared. A good tech guy would get rid of that Okay, so what's your plan then? ad that's how blocking up happen? a quarter yeah, of the screen. That little X there. Yeah. To kill a lot of people. You mean dead people? No. Anyone, really. Anybody that fucks with me and my survival is getting killed. Dead. Okay, so, so you're, gonna, you're gonna kill us. What? No. Okay, I need you guys. Yeah. So what are you gonna do if it happens? Well, first, I need an AK-47. We're not gonna Where watch the, the fuck whole are you movie. Gonna no. Exactly, you're gonna... Come on. I'm not so gonna watch the whole movie. First. Things first. We there People we go. have bandages, rubbing alcohol, and calm balls, and so on. A flashlight. Yeah, because rubbing it's, alcohol and cotton balls will help you from the zombie, zombie infection. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this thing goes on. It's, it is really well done. Like, I enjoyed it. Unlike uh, a couple other people I know. Shut up. Haven't even watched <laughs> it. Well, you haven't sent us our reminders. <laughs> I haven't either, have I? No. No. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. thanks. Thanks. As buddy. you can tell by my list, I had time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's in your email too. It is. It is the movie Madhouse. 
Oh. We all have access to oh, it. We have we have a, an email? I know. Shocking. The movie madhouse at gmail.com. Don't see what I did there. Nicely done. <laughs> But these guys, uh, they're entering the movie madhouse at that li- at dot libson dot com too. Ooh, twofer. Yeah. Did you ever link it on the Facebook page at you know, Facebook dot com slash movie madhouse? <laughs> Look at you guys. You guys rock. <laughs> oh, you got the Stitcher app on your phone, Jason? Because uh, you probably yeah. get it on it's, that it's too. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Twitter at, at at movie madhouse. At at movie madhouse. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was at the end of the show. <laughs> no, we haven't done that for ages. I know people people are getting ready to shut it off. Oh, they're doing their own thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, these guys have got a contest going, and uh, I'd love to see some of the other entries. But I know just from watching this one, it's actually pretty wicked. What's that one? That's called contest? Wasted. What's the contest? It's called Wasted. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Oh, the Sinaku Challenge. That's right. This is the one I almost entered. Ah. This is the one that last year Wolf Cop won. Oh. And they got the production and screen time. Sweet. So that's what these guys are trying to do. You almost entered this? Yeah. With what? Well, that's just it. You write a script and you go. That's well. Do you have a script? No, you do that when you sign up. Like, that's part of the contest. Oh, they give you a script? Oh. No, no, no. You have you to... sign up, and then you have to write a project. Right. You, you start the project. Oh. But in doing it, it's kind of almost like uh, Survivor, the reality games. They have little things that you do along the way. <coughs> Excuse me. That and... sounds way too convoluted, even for filmmaking. Well, no. It would have been cool, but this was... Early April, and there was so much going on with CKX. Like what? Oh, you know, this, that, the other thing. Is uh, this kind of like the uh, that that short contest that uh, Steve? Not Steve. Um, Jerry. No, Jesse. Jesse told us about Jesse. Jesse Rabbitoh. You know, oh, the, the girl on your phone. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, this is completely different. But it's similar. If you're saying that you start with the script and then they, they give you different challenges and whatnot, it almost sounds like it's the makings of, like, uh, how to make a movie reality competition show. Kind of. Without the show. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Bubblegum. You think? Let's find out. Okay. Stop it, phone. Why not? Ah, wow. This if we run out of stuff, we get... To, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you still have that up there. <laughs> There's a nice shock to this. Hey, it's... Oof, I'm awake now. <laughs> Where is it? There we go. It's a classic piece of film history right there. Okay. <laughs> it was. What the fuck have you been smoking on the way over here, boy? <laughs> Something really good. Uh, no, it's a combination of pain meds and lack of sleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, February to March, you sign up. Yeah. And then for March, you create your content. Okay? You build a fan base, and you get those fans to support. Like, you have to do this step by step. Um, and no, then, you have, when you sign up, go back up. Because you missed it. No, you have to have your trailer ready. 
A 60-second movie trailer. Yeah. So. Oh, then I would have been screwed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, I couldn't have done it because I was working on CKX. Well, why don't we start thinking about it? Final five, one million dollars. Wow. Yeah, the big deal. One million dollars and you get screen time at Cineplex Studios. Cool. I choose IMAX 3D. Well, damn. Because you <laughs> love watching 3D, don't you? It doesn't... I don't even watch my own movie in 3D. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say how many screens. Oh, well. Hey, Movie Madhouse number three is going to be all 3D. Movie Madhouse 3D. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's what I'm going for. That hasn't been done before. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Uh, so, um... Is there any interesting news out there? Well, I want to pull this up real quick. Oh, no. 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 1982. Well, why not? Because the first one was bad enough. First one? First trailer. This is the second trailer. I like to support people I know. If you know someone with this? Corey's in this. Who? Corey. Corey. Corey Chaney? Chaney. Really? Yes. Oh, okay, fine. Well, <laughs> we have to support a friend. Sorry, Corey. But you're in Pixel. Yeah, no worries then. Honestly, that first trailer just like... Oh, no. Okay. You sure he's in that? The full feature? He's in that. Yeah, he plays one of the security guards during a White House scene. Like, it's it's a small part, obviously, but... Uh, really? He's in it. Huh. Good job on Corey. Yes. <laughs> All right. Steam <laughs> here. Oh, are you? Oh. Have you guys been watching Game of Thrones? No, no. Okay, then. Yep. I read the books. I know what happens. Uh, okay. In Not detail. this season. You don't. Tr- lay it on me. Well, I, 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 I'm hesitant. Just have you? Are you totally caught up? Well, to the latest episode. We're going to tell everybody now. If you have not seen the latest episode of Game of Thrones, stop listening. Yeah, because this people have come unglued. Oh, huge! Because of this episode, when uh, Sansia marries Bolton. Yeah, and the rape scene. Yeah, that's book. It's 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 See, throwing people into a tizzy. George R. R. Martin has said, "Everybody, no, this is not in my book. Don't don't." Go on to my Facebook or my website and yap about it. You're going to pull your desk over. There you go. You're fine now. Because people came unglued on him. And you're saying it wasn't the book? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. That's our word of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. People have come right unglued about that. Well... Bruce Bolton was the uh, the 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 most hinged cat to begin with. So yeah, but Ramsey's is just crazy. Well, that that psychotic should, crazy. I should tell you, they said that apple fell not far from the tree, and then what's really got people kind of abrupt okay. is that what, actor. What is the family's banner? The Bolton family banner. I have the noticed. flayed man. Oof. <laughs> they skin people alive, <laughs> and people are surprised that the Boltons are offensive. Well, what surprises me is people watch shows for the drama. 
And then they get mad when the drama happens. Yeah. Well, they don't want real drama. I was like, okay, what? Mr. Bolton's supposed to buy her flowers and have dinner? Yes. That's boring as hell. No. <laughs> I, I, I think what people, people were mostly disappointed. Yeah, it happened and it, it was shocking, but it was expected. Okay, as soon as Ramsey Bolton's brought into the picture, you know something bad's going to happen. Cool. Yeah. Okay, look what he has done to uh, Greyjoy. Yeah, and but I think people were hoping that Theon would snap and would would help her. <laughs> and nope. nope. <laughs> well, they already proved that the one time in the, it was the last season where he had uh, Ramsey had handed Than a razor and told him to shave him. Yep. And Than did not slice his throat then. Nope. He's definitely not going to do it now. Yeah, not for someone else. That's right. If he can't save himself. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I saw something uh, about Supergirl, the TV show, something about the pilot. Oh. I watched that trailer. It's, oh, the trailer? Okay, I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard something about a pilot episode actually being available. You haven't? We sh- we watched the trailer here. No, we didn't. Mm-mm, bro. I no. watched it at home. You might have posted it. I have not watched it yet. I have not seen the trailer, but I heard something like this morning about the the pilot episode being online. Yeah, right there. CBS Supergirl oh. pilot leaks. Yeah, online. I I saw some. I saw some, or heard <laughs> he something on the radio or something. I think <laughs> I heard heard it or saw it somewhere the first thing this morning. Yep. Apparently it has. Hmm. Yeah. She is adorable. Yeah, I liked her on Glee. So that's the only other thing I, I've seen. I, her I, you said something, but my headphones kind of fuzzed out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I she was she was brought in on Glee. I get oh, as a replacement. Can you check the connection there? The guy getting yeah. Hang on. There it is. There's the problem. <laughs> no, no. There, see, I don't know what this. I don't get it. I, this, I keep hearing this. <laughs> what he's talking about? There's no, snow in no. The I don't see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't fault her for finding work. Okay. At least, yeah, at least they got her exposure. You guarantee you, her exposure on Glee got her that part. Again, I, I think there's a broken wire. <laughs> yeah, she what? was on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see this picture. That... You got a trailer for this already? No. No. Oh. no. Paul Rudd on the set of Captain America Civil War. Yep. Yeah, they're there's... bringing everybody for that one. All of the new Avengers apparently Ooh. are making an appearance at some point. Robert Downey Jr. is on there, too. Well, he has to be. Scarlet Witch. Cap. Well, yeah, it's, there's, it's, there's, up a, there's Crossbones. Oh, that's right. Crossbones. Go up, you said? Is that? Whose ass is that in the top left? That's, that's all Cap. <laughs> is that all Cap? Well, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe you're like... <laughs> That's Cap's Falcon ass. ass They're something. playing whose ass is it? Well, we know it's not uh, <laughs> Black Widow's. Let's see here. Captain America Civil War picks up where Avengers Age of Ultron left off as Steve Rogers leads the new team of Avengers in their continued efforts to safeguard humanity. 
After another international incident involving the Avengers results in collateral damage, political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability and a governing body to determine when to enlist the services of the team. The new status quo fractures the Avengers while they try to protect the world from a new and nefarious villain. That can't be Crossbones. Cross, yeah, Crossbones is muscle for somebody. Yeah. Well, again, this is... We're, we're relying on our comic book cred for this, for that information. Yeah. But there's... Who, who, I know they're talking about they're going to have Black Panther in it. Who is Frank Grillo? Crossbones. Right there. That's Frank Grillo? But who is Frank Grillo? Like the actor. He, he's Frank Grillo. <laughs> Cross, the guy that name seems very familiar. I need to see what he looks like without that mask on. Because I've got a sneaky well, suspicion. He was born with that mask on. His it's parents true. put it on him when he was born. It's like Bane. Sure. Yeah. I, no, I've got it's a like sneaky suspicion. He's a, he looks, do, you know what he, do you know what he looks like? DiCaprio. It's weird. He does. <laughs> He's a lot bigger in real life. Let's double check. Make sure this is Cap's ass. You sure that's Cap? No. No, that's Crossbones. crossbones. Look at that. I can't tell my asses apart. <laughs> well, at first, I thought it was Falcon ass, and then we found out it's Crossbone ass. Crossbone ass. Frank Grillo. You found what you're looking for yet? Yeah, he was in Winter Soldier. Oh, is he one of the uh, the, the surviving... Uh... Brock Rumlow oh. is the character name. And I'm trying to think. He was one of the soldiers at the end that got out, wasn't he? Or was he one of the soldiers on the elevator? That's what I'm thinking. Like, what was, was the name of the, the one that kept coming? I think Falcon ended up fighting with him in the in the big final fight. I what was his name? If only there was a database on the internet. That's what I'm trying to find. I'm, I've got it right here, and I'm, I'm having trouble finding. Captain America, blah, blah, blah. I think that's him. Oh, wait, this is the first one. Did you get the right one? This is, oh my God, this is the first one. <laughs> 1990. <laughs> I was going, wait a minute. <laughs> Red Brown. <laughs> 3.2 on IMDb. I guarantee you it went higher than that. <laughs> That's, That's not, not it. it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. That's it. That's the Holy crap, sickle. Okay. <laughs> Are you on medication? I should be. Yes, you should be. <laughs> So okay. Frank Grillo. If you see his name, let me know here. Probably at the bottom. He's up near. Actually, he's up. He should be up near the top. Why? Because looking, I'm on that same thing, and I've got him near the top of the list for uh, Winter Soldier. Yes. Oh, I thought I saw him. Oh, yeah, there he is right there. Is that him? Brock Rumlow. Let's see what this says about Brock. It says diddly shit. There's no picture of the guy. (laughs) Can you pull up his, uh, the the Grillo profile picture? Maybe we can ID him that way. IMDB him. (laughs) Yes, that is him. 
the one that starts the fight in the elevator. Oh, yeah. And, and Falcon fights him in the end. And I believe, you know, we, you thought he's dead from the falling building. <laughs> Looks like he um, found a gym. He looks scrawny there. Yeah. Wow. He must be working out with Robert Mukes. See, that's... Yeah, there they are. Yeah, yeah, there he is. No, that's from Kingdom. That's a different movie. Yep. All right. Nick Jonas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It goes from Captain America to Nick Jonas movie. Oh, boy. Frank, Frank, Frank. But that's so that's him in the mask. So he survives from Winter Soldier. There's a spoiler. Or part of him survived. Yeah. Yep. That's where I recognize him from. He was in the Purge Anarchy. Okay. Crossbones in the comic books works for Red Skull. So this is a Hydra lead. Red Skull was a leader of Hydra. Yep. Uh huh. Who hasn't been seen for a very, very, very long time. So we could be getting a Red Skull resurgence. It's, it's been rumored that that's in the works. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there he Breaking is. Breaking news here on the movie Madhouse. Total speculation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's him. That's a lot of Frank. That's a lot of guy. Nope. He's all <laughs> Chevy. Gangster squad. Handsome <laughs> devil that he is. End of watch. I forgot he was in that. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, because he's just going nowhere in a hurry. <laughs> We're just circling, waiting to land right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Burning fuel. <coughs> All right, so. <coughs> no, no. We're waiting for you to have your embolism. I'm good. You're not infectious, I hope. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> Only if you step in that spot right there. Yeah, uh, just through. walk around that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a chunk of lung I see and, down there? And that over there. No, just don't touch was, those two areas yeah, and you'll be good. You're good. And the handrail. Oh, it's on my strap for my bag is right there. Don't touch the handrail either. Or the he, door. He licked that on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> ran his tongue right down. Well, it's because I was resting my head. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so Jason, you got a movie that you're writing? Work, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still in a planning stage. I'll be writing a script very soon. All right, Rob, you got a movie in pre-production? Couple of them, couple of them. Yeah, always got irons in the fire. Iron fire. You said you got a Hearts Journey ready to release? Pretty much, just waiting for scoring. Sazy? Yes. He's going to come and doctor it? What? <laughs> He's going to... Martin Scorsese. You said you, Martin Scorsese is going to come and doctor your movie. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours, dude. Just do what you want with it. All right. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Let's put this bad boy to bed. Yes. We're, 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 we're so used to a year's worth of ending with CKX. Yay. We don't know what to do anymore. So. <laughs>